Yeah, man. When we were kids, we used to have one, but that was a different time. Uh, snap. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Youth Mr. Booster Podcast. My name is Zach Work, and I'm here with my co-host and best friend, Chad Higgins. He's one of my favorite people. Chad, we are, we're moving on up in the world. We've moved from Zach's, Elevation. Garage, Zach's garage to Chad's attic. I mean, this is, for those that have followed the saga a little bit, um, Chad, Chad has worked from home for over mm-hmm. a year now. His wife, Martha, thought that seemed neat. Um, has also started working from home. Yeah, I'll try to do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. And oh, by the way, I get the office. Uh, so we're, but it's just like, it's a finished attic. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, yeah. You got your, got your little workstation with your ring light. I approve and I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. But you've got your model train set in the corner. Tell me what's going you're gonna, on. Over you're there, just going to share with everyone my secrets? I'm just staring at it right here. If you weren't sure how big of a nerd I was before, like if the fact that I compete competitively with chess wasn't enough to let you know, yes, I'm I'm starting a model train hobby. <laughs> Old Higginbotham up here. I like it. This city, this city that Chad built. Yes, yes. Uh, the denizens of Higginbotham catching the early AM train. Well, if, you know, eventually we're going to have a tunnel that it's going to go under. Uh, I, here's here's what I'm. Th- th- we were not supposed to talk about this. Um, I want to build. I want to build a like full baseball stadium. Okay. With like not like not like a fans doing the way. Well, not like a professional. <laughs> like more of like think like uh, sandlot. Yeah, Field okay. of Dreams, yeah, sandlot. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. Because uh, I want to I want to put up little like uh, working uh, like telephone light kind of things. Okay, you know what yeah, I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> Um, so little, little ad spaces that are kind of left over on the chain link. That'd be fun, yeah, right? A little beast next to the little tree house. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, so if you're a model train enthusiast and also a youth pastor, uh, Chad's looking for community. God, yeah. that Venn diagram <laughs> is small. Oh, but I, I feel like it's probably pretty passionate, right? Those are good people. Like the youth pastor model train enthusiasts are good. They're probably all, let's be honest, older yeah you're you've got to volunteer to run your games a hundred percent for sure the marker marker of getting older the marker of getting older in student ministry is do you lead your own game i like that that's a that's a chart we'll come back and revisit of like how wizened are you in ministry is uh you know are you are you 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 paying someone else to run your games or are you running your own games Oh man! Well, we did want to talk about some of the things that we're excited about because we are in uh, exciting planning season. It's so we're we're wrapping up fall stuff, which means for a lot of folks, it's holiday time. We're excited about holiday time, but usually the first thing out the jump of the first year is D now weekends, disciple now weekends, or winter weekend, or the weekend, or. The winter exclusive Jamathon Camp Fritz event, whatever you call it, right? Like, what was what's been the funniest like rename of a Dino weekend or a um, winter retreat that you've heard? Well, I I mean, I think you covered a lot of the normal, like a big weekend. I hear that one. Winter camp. Winter camp. camp If you're going somewhere, we used to do winter camp. but you know, that camp energy, you know, that big camp energy. I I think that I think that 
It's funny to me, though, that there are a few youth pastors out there that will take the same thing and they'll rename it. Without changing it. Without changing it. <laughs> and, and it's like, oh, no, no, we don't do yeah. Disciple Nows. We do Winter Camp. Which is, you know, what is to say it's a Friday night into a Saturday into a Sunday morning. Yeah, it's 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 functionally the same, but it's been renamed. That's not a slight to anybody listening, but we're just asking, if you've renamed your event since when you first started doing it, have you also modified the event, or are you just really excited to slap a new coat of paint on it? I do think it's probably worth I, – I enjoy a good theme – but I think if you're going to go all in on naming it something other than like what it is, like winter weekend, winter camp, you know, or whatever, um, probably can't double dip and do new name, new theme, right? Like that's, if you're going to rename the thing, you probably can't for the first few years, you also rename and retheme. That's a lot of language that all the kids wanted to do was not be at their house for three right, days. That's right. it. That's all they wanted. They wanted to be with y'all. They wanted great, great music, worship teaching time together um again i love a good theme too but let's not get so caught up in the naming of things that we miss the enjoyment of things yeah 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 well the the important thing too i you know i think when it comes to naming and those kind of things um as student pastors we're in student ministry world yeah like you're talking to other youth pastors we're hearing about all the things yeah and so i think sometimes we can get caught up in thinking that like our people are the same way yeah. and all they know is your thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why did we change the name? Well, some guys up the road were saying that this is, you know, call it this, not that. And I'm like, which guys? <laughs> right. Who are you talking about? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. Again, the, the thing matters. The naming of the thing needs to be accurate. But again, yeah. re- renaming it doesn't necessarily yeah. change it. Well, make it clear, make it, fun, all those kind of things for your people in your context. That's right. And I think that's so that's the jumping off point that we want to have, especially early, if this is a few months, if not longer before. Again, uh, friends in youth ministry, uh, we talked about it some last year. We do have some math rules that we'd always want to share about leadership. I think you should give at least a month of prep to every day of the event that you're planning. So if you are thinking about a three-day weekend in January or February, it is high time yep. that you are ironing, not not thinking about, but ironing out the details for it because you need that lead time to both promote and execute the thing you were trying to do. Yep. So I would say uh, you are in a great spot if you're working right now on like honing in the details for your February midwinter weekend. But I do think, Chad, you raise a point. It needs to be fun for your people, or it needs to be right for your people. So I jumped to fun because for me, the midweek or the, the midwinter D now camp week thing was intentionally fun because it's the winter. And like in Oklahoma, there's a one in seven chance it may get iced out anyway because mm. we just like to have ice storms in February. Um, but it's it needs to be what it needs to be for your people. And so if it's a teaching moment, if it's an evangelism weekend for as far as like connecting with new folks, bringing folks in, like I think it needs to be clearly identified what it is and not just, oh, we're having another thing. And I think more than any other event, the D now winter weekend can kind of get a little bit of vision drift because it's usually not in competition with other things you're planning. And I think it's really important to clarify the purpose because like in summer camp, like you'll have like, 
you know, VBS is our chance to serve the kids and mission trips, our chance to serve the world and leadership campus for leaders and campus for everybody. Well, at D-Now or winter weekend, you can kind of feel like, oh, maybe we should be doing all of it. Mm. And I just like, I, I would want to <coughs> caution anybody against that because the strength of it will be clearly identifying the way your students talk about it to their friends. Yeah. Like if you don't know how to talk about it to <coughs> them in a super clear way, then how that translates to them, what they do, they may pick up your your least favorite parts about it. You may be like, no, it's a great big discipleship weekend. Like, no, that's when we play rollerball. <laughs> right. like, no, that's not. No, it was meant to be. <laughs> and so they're going to attach to the thing that they want to attach to unless it's really clear sure. what it is. So if it's meant to be a big mission weekend in the winter, awesome. But sell it with that and don't just sell it with like, oh, it's going to be this. It's going to be that. It's going to be everything because it's it's really hard to deliver on right. the promise of everything. Well, I, I think the, w- the way that you're talking about it is really important. And we've talked about this a little bit, um, the way that you're talking about it to different audiences, yes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the way that you're selling your senior pastor on it <laughs> is probably different than the way you're selling your middle school students and the way that they're selling their parents right, and all right. those kind of things. So you're not going to sleep for two nights before you go to the ACT right, right. broom ball? Excuse me, why is this costing me $79? <laughs> right. No, it's going to be great, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> So that stuff matters. Uh, but I do think, and maybe it's worth talking about just a little bit uh, for those that are in that planning phase. Like, what, what are the things that you would want to caution us against? Like, what, what are the uh, avoidance things, uh, either from lessons learned or conversations that you've had? Because I, I do think um, th- there is a real chance, especially, I mean, we've talked about it in other episodes. This is a really important season for a lot of folks. This may be the first winter weekend they've done in a couple years mm-hmm. or the, the, the first one they're entertaining the thought of. Uh, or it may be the thing on the chopping block, right? Yeah. Like, if it doesn't go well this year, this is our last chance at it. Uh, so I just I would love to have your thoughts as as kind of our guy who likes to think really strategically about things. So maybe some things to as you would say so carefully poke holes in some of the, some folks in, in, in a in a in a fall season who are really excited about for the February thing that may or may not happen. Give us some cautionary questions or insights or, or coaching tips. Yeah. So the th- I, I want to start with a statement you made. Okay. And it was when you were mentioning that it's on the chopping block. Okay. You made the statement, if it doesn't go well, yeah, the, this is it, right? And I, I actually think that that is a statement or that's a thought process that we don't think about enough. Okay. And, and here's what I mean by that is if we don't define what it is that needs to go well for for this event or yeah. camp or Wednesday night or whatever to be successful. Oftentimes what we evaluate it off of is just energy. Yeah. Okay. How, how, how everybody feel? We, we all having a good time? Correct. <laughs> and, and the reality of it is, let's say for you and your student ministry, you feel like, man, we've got to be real strategic to go deeper. Yeah. Okay. Then for you, the answer to that question should look different. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it I may not be as well attended. <laughs> correct. It may need to be it's, smaller. It's hard to have a deep weekend for everybody. <laughs> for everyone, yeah. Like if if the the goal is deeper discipleship, yeah. Then you know. I pray that your crowd is thinned a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, because that means that you're reaching maybe like non-church. Uh, uh, unbeliever kids and other things. If you're, if you're having a go deep weekend and it's the same kids that all came every Sunday and Wednesday, 
Yeah. I mean, there maybe, yeah. That's well, question. and, and I get it. Like you can, we can bake in like, okay, you know, Friday night is going to be, you know, kind of an evangelistic kind of push yeah. or whatever. But if we're trying to get through like all of the discipleship, you know, sanctification process right. by, you know, Sunday evening, right, you right. know, uh, hey then, guys, this year nine sessions, three days. It's right. gonna rock. <laughs> um, and so Which I, it might for the kids that want that. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Again, like know your crowd. But the big thing is for us to be able before the event to happen. Yeah. That we would say, here's the the metrics, yeah. and it may be things like energy. That's not bad of of saying, hey, for this to be successful. We want there to be a feeling of excitement yeah. by our leaders, yep. by our parents, by our students. Yep. Okay. So then how do we then make sure that those things happen? Plan for well, there needs to be some fun elements to that. There needs to be some follow-up conversations. We need more fast things. worship songs than slow. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and but the thing is, of asking those questions helps us get there instead of just hoping it happens because we've brought in a band – and we we're not real sure even what you, they're going to do. And yeah, you, and there wasn't that direction call. Like I think that's sorry. I think that's probably one of the things that's queuing up this. At least in my mind, is like there's a couple D nows that I've been asked to do this winter, and I'm having those calls with people right now, and we're asking some of those yeah. questions, like you know, to go do a citywide event is very different than going to, if you're, if you're part of a collective group, y'all are going to all have different aims. Oh my goodness. I right. hope y'all are having clarifying conversations about what you're each hoping to get. Or if you're having, you know, if you're hosting it for yourself, like what does it matter for the larger church body? Like right. w- one of the, one of the old school Insta wins about a D now is that a lot of folks would show up on Sunday morning to quote unquote big church, all wearing their D now shirt. And it was a real clear marker of, how the student ministry is engaged and involved and excited. And I think some of these things, like, I think if you're in ministry long enough, you forget, or if you're new, you don't know to ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really important, especially if you're going to contract with folks like, they come in and, and like teach or speak or a breakout or a band, like they're coming to serve your purpose. Like, yeah, like, yeah they're maybe, maybe they're quality, but if they're just going to come do whatever they were going to do without direction, that's, right. that's a lose-lose for you and them. Like exactly. they, they want to come serve you well. And if you're not having the like, hey, we want to book you without having the here's what you can do to make this successful early, like don't do that 12 minutes before you start. Right. Like there's a touch point there, but this is not like, hey, guys, this is actually what we were hoping this weekend. Talk about it now. Let them pray about it. Think about it. I know that for the ones that have called and talked to us about coming out to do things, I'm already thinking and praying about the ways in which we want to share and elevate the opportunities that we've been given to be meaningful for that group, that context, that community. Well, because I know for me, like, it helps when I hear from the youth pastor of them saying, like, hey, here's where we're at as a student ministry. Yeah. Um, You know, and we're we're wanting to accomplish X over this weekend. You know, that that gives me a starting point rather than the person that calls and just like, you know, speak about whatever God really lays on your heart. Yeah. that's that's okay until they come back with bro i've been in amos and it's about to get salty (laughs) well well but but the big thing is like yes we can get there we can bring a biblically focused message those kind of things but what's helpful is the inside knowledge right like the ability to say hey we've got a lot of middle school students that 
feel disengaged and there's not a lot of community happening. Yeah. That gives some focus for your weekend to say, hey, a big win for us is building that like family unity. Yeah. And and so being able to do that and accomplish that is really beneficial. And it allows us to answer that question of was it successful? Yeah. The other big thing that I would bring up, just because it's it's kind of out there, I know it's a big change in topic. But one of the things that uh, many churches that I talk to are trying to figure out with things like this is, can we use host homes anymore for oh, sleeping yeah, arrangements? Yeah. Logistical. Do we go to the hotel? Do we send kids home each night? All those kind of things. The big thing that I would I would say there is, I don't think that there's a only one option. Okay, I have seen. I have seen winter retreats or denals done all different ways that have been very, very successful. And I know that sometimes when things change or times change it, and it's like, okay, well, our church now has a policy of we don't do any overnighters, right? I know that some people are moving to that. Well, they're still really engaging fun ways to engage students all the way up to bedtime, send them home, bring them back in the morning that – that students, yeah, they may be, it may be different, but it doesn't have to be bad. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when when we're tied to ideas and ways of doing things, we can be the first one to be disappointed. And I know that my own attitude and my own view of certain things will affect the energy and the passion that I lead out. And I think that we've got to be the first ones not to like throw our senior pastor under the bus when things change, but to be able to champion things in a new way that's beneficial, that can still reach the goals that we want to um, reach for any event just in a different way. Well, a hundred percent. And I think that's, uh, again, this is a great year to do a check on that. If things have changed and there may be some, um, some rethinking of how we organize or, or lodge or gather. Um, so the joking aside from earlier, I know that some folks have moved to the camp friends model, mm-hmm. uh, where people stay in their own homes and they check in early each day. And they're there for the duration of the day and they go home and sleep in their own homes. That helps a lot with trying to coordinate travel sure. and lodging and logistics. I know that for some folks, it's easier <laughs> to have the third party to do the, the hotel room thing. Like n- none of these are necessarily better than the other. Others, right. You're working with the constraints you have, just like creatively, like, hey, this is the facility that we're in. It's designed this way. It's shaped this way. How do we maximize it? Which is why you have to start a little bit earlier mm-hmm. um, for a lot of reasons. One, to make it better. And two, to prevent you from trying to plan too many things. Um, one of the things I will say that I think for a lot of folks, what DNAL was originally birthed out of was we saw a spot, an opportunity on the calendar to try something. Uh, and so I would say for, for any listener, like that's thinking about what are we going to do? Um, you may not do anything. Like this may be the season that you don't have the event because it was better for you to have a little break, a little breath in the calendar in a way that you had not had before. Uh, or it may look like a couple smaller things. I, I think that's one of the things we want to make sure and always be careful to say is um, we don't want to dictate someone else's calendar for them. We just want to help them think through yeah. the things they're putting on the calendar. 
Um, because you may, you may be in an area, if the weather's really dicey, it's hard to go all in on your yeah. investment for things. We joked about it earlier. Um, one of my dear friends growing up in youth ministry, uh, he's gone on to, he's like, gone, he's like, no, he's not gone. He's still with us. He, he's doing, <laughs> wow. he's, he's doing other work now for a nonprofit. Um, he always planned an amazing weekend, um, but literally, like, he was at the church for, I think, 13 years, and, like, one out of four had to get rescheduled because of ice storms, because in in the the greater uh, kind of northeast Oklahoma, northwest Arkansas area, uh, there's a really good chance late January to early March, you may just have a random ice storm. Yeah. And so I think for a lot of folks, it's hard to make those investments in uncertainty or financial uncertainty. Uh, and so, again, you're you're working with the constraints that you have to accomplish a purpose that you hope will chain link into other things related to how you're ministering to the team right. and your community. Yeah. Well, and I think even, even if you've come to the point where you're like, we're not going to do anything here, our ministry needs rest, I think there's a difference in planning rest for your people and not doing something. Nothing, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that even when we're, quote unquote, not doing anything, we still need to be savvy in communication that the hole in the calendar isn't just nothingness, but an opportunity for families to connect, families to rest. Yeah. And and we're thinking through, okay, what are resources or ways that we need to be talking to families yeah. to help them not just fill their calendar with more baseball games or basketball games, but how do we help families really learn to rest? And enjoy a day together. A yeah. Together. Yep. Yep. Built in conversations, those kind of things that you don't have to have a program to do. You just have to have a really good email yeah. with a printable document. Yeah. Hey, block off your calendar for this purpose. Yeah. It costs you nothing, but gains you so much. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I've never seen this, but imagine if you put a lot of thoughtful effort into planning a family weekend yeah. that you don't have anything to do with the like production of it. Yeah. All you're doing is you're promoting it. Here's 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 where y'all ought to have breakfast. Yeah. Here's the park you ought to go to. Here's the movie. That's, yeah. That's, it's a you know we think is a family appropriate movie for you to go with on a Saturday afternoon. And then here's a Saturday night place to eat or hang out. Or maybe it's as simple as come play basketball in the church right. gym with your family. Yeah. And that's what we offered. Wow, what a fun Saturday for families and, and kids to connect, especially if you've got parents that feel like they don't have any memory-making moments with their mm. teenagers. Uh, we just got back from a conference event where we heard that from several parents. That's huge. That it felt like my kids are doing well at school, but I don't feel connected to them mm. because when I ask them what's going on, it doesn't feel like we have any shared experiences yep. together. I go to work. They go to school. We come home. We sit quietly across the table at dinner, and then we all go to bed. And it's like, man, what if you could create a winter weekend that involved them as much as you planned for them? So just lo a lot of options and opportunities because you were thinking about it early. So. Mm. Well, chat. we'll be back again uh, next week with another episode. But for folks that caught this one and liked it, if you're planning your Dean Now Winter Weekend, Big Weekend, Winter Campference, or cool new thing that you're going to do, would you drop us a line and let us know? We do love hearing from you either on social media or email. Hit us up, check the show notes below, and we'll talk to you soon.